Welcome to Podcast Marketing Secrets. I'm your host, Al Morenton. In this episode, I'm covering stage two of how to launch a successful video or audio podcast. Having the proper hardware and software is crucial to having a seamless experience and producing a beneficial and consistent result with your podcast episodes, which is typically to grow your community and get more clients. Let's get into the hardware and software that you need for creating a successful and enjoyable podcast show. When discussing the tech setup for a successful podcast, either audio or video, we talk about the hardware and the software. With the hardware, it's like the computer, the microphone, and the camera. And with the software, you know, you go over production, post-production, hosting, and all these other things. We'll start off with the hardware. And first up is the computer. I don't see that discussed too much, like the kind of computer that you use for your recording and getting the, you know, the episode up onto the internet and all, all of these things. And it's very, very important. It's the hub or the brain that processes everything. So number one, you need a very good processor. I use PC and Intel processors. So you want to have, as far as like an Intel processor, you want to have an i7 possibly an i9, which is higher end. You do not want to have an i3 or an i5 because it won't have the proper capabilities and there may be glitches because of that. You know, you might be thinking it's your internet connection, but it's a lot of times if you have a lower end processor, then it could be because of the processor itself. It can't handle the capabilities needed for video and audio, okay? So um, next up is the video card. You know, if you're doing a video podcast, which is what I highly recommend. But um, the video card, you need to have a separate video card. The processors typically have video you know, inside of them, video capabilities. But having a separate video card allows the processor to just do the processing and without processing video. And then the separate video card, having a high-end one um, with a good processor in it as well, uh, allows for seamless uh, video and what I like to use are gaming computers as opposed to business computers, because a gaming computer, a really good gaming computer will have uh, a good processor built in, and then it'll have a really good video card because gamers don't like to have glitches when they're playing their games, especially if they're competing against someone else. So, so I will always opt for a gaming computer over a, a business computer, okay? So as far as internet connections, you want to have like a port on your computer for Ethernet so you could hardwire in if possible. And then on the Wi-Fi side, I choose to get the highest level uh, package that the Internet service provider, um, uh, you know, gives to you. And, you know, so it just takes away the um, worry about having glitches. And um, oftentimes... And on the software side, we'll get into that. You can record, you know, directly from the computer and, and depending on the software that you use, et cetera. But having a Ethernet connection and then having a high-end uh, Wi-Fi package from your Internet service provider is key to having, um, you know, a, an enjoyable experience with your podcast recordings. Okay. So next up is the microphone. So what you want to keep it simple at first, you know, when you're first starting out, you, you don't want to spend a lot of money on all the hardwares and softwares, et cetera, when it's not absolutely necessary. If you're just starting out, like, if, you know, so you want to make sure that you're going to be doing this for the long haul and you can get the more 
expensive stuff, you know, down the road. You want to spend the money on the computer and then just get good enough for the microphone and the camera. So keep it simple. Uh, things are changing all the time. So it's oftentimes good to go on to Amazon or YouTube and type in like best microphone for creators. And you'll get a bunch of, um, you know, options coming up. Look for the one that is mentioned the most and has like crazy amounts of awesome reviews. And you could go with that one. Um, there's the Yeti is uh you know good uh i use a samson which is th this right here and um it's similar to a yeti i like it a little better and they cost they're generally about 100 to 150 dollars depending on if they're on sale or not okay there's also like road microphones and uh, um etc that cost between 100 150 dollars that are good for creators and, and have really good quality and then um, another option is headphones. Uh, oftentimes, if you're doing a guest recording, like you're interviewing somebody, then you want to wear headphones so, so the person that you're interviewing, their voice doesn't interfere with your recording of your voice. So um, I have simple Logitech headphones. They cost about $30. I bought two sets just, you know, in case one goes out. But they both work, you know, a couple years later after I bought them. And they work, you know, very, very well. And again, you know, they, they keep out the, the guest interviewee's uh, voice, you know, from disrupting your audio recording. And then it has like a microphone, you know, built into it and it works just fine. And again, it's only $30. So if, you know, cost is an issue, I would go with that. And there's also the computer. Okay. So the computer, if you bought, if you listen to the first step, then you get a really good computer. It will typically have a good microphone built into it, especially these days. Okay. So getting into the camera, um, the camera that I use, the, the um, external camera is uh, the Sony ZV-1, Sony ZV-1. And it's a camera that was created for creators, okay? So um, the, what that means is, that, is it has streaming capabilities built into it. It's a really nice computer. It costs about $1,000 when I bought it a year or two ago. And I think it's about seven fifty to eight hundred dollars now. You know, as as time goes on, the price goes down a little bit. So um, that that's super cool for people that are buying it nowadays. But um, it's a really good camera, and it has streaming capabilities built into it. So if you don't have that, if you have like a really nice camera, you know, Canon, Sony, whatever, um, then you're typically in order for it to communicate with. The computer, then you'll have to have something like an Elgato or something that'll enable you to stream with it. Okay. So if you're doing a recording with somebody and you're using some a really nice software to have a good experience, you know, or, or a number of other um, issues, you know, that, that may cause you to have to have your camera communicate with your computer then you're going to have to buy an external source like an Elgato which can cost a couple a couple hundred dollars a few hundred dollars and it's an extra added expense the Z, Sony ZV-1 has that built in so you just turn the camera on go in there click on streaming and you're good to go okay and we'll get into why you would need that when we get into the software section okay so um you, again you can go on to Amazon search for um, you know, 
best computer for creators and see what's uh, available today. Because like you said, technology is all always changing and you can look for different price points, etc. Another option is to just use the uh, camera on your computer. So like as mentioned, you get the nice high-end computer, you know, spend the money on that. And then it'll typically come with a really good camera these days. And I'm, I'm actually using the, the, the camera on my computer right now. And it's, you know, it's working just fine. And I actually use that more than I use the external camera because it's just easier. Okay. And then as far as tripods and all that kind of stuff, um, I, I ended up getting mine for free because I had friends that, you know, they bought their stuff and they didn't end up going, you know, sticking with the, the podcast or with the video YouTube channel or whatever. And they just gave them to me because they it was just taking up space at their house. Um, and, uh, it, you could also go on like Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace, etc., and get a tripod really, you know, in, inexpensively. You, you don't have to spend, you know, a hundred or more dollars. You can get them for like twenty bucks, you know, when someone else spent a hundred bucks for them, right? You know, by, by going to Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace or whatever's available where you live. Okay, so that's basically it for the hardware. You know, um, you know, the, the the computer, the microphone, and the camera. That gets you in the game, all right? So with, as far as software is concerned, and we talk about production you know, of, of the actual you know, recording and all, all the different things that go into that, post-production, which is like the editing portion of it, the hosting, like where, where the um, audio and video uh, um, episode is going to live online. And then, um, then we get into like workflows, like, like the guest workflow, how you reach out and, and follow up, et cetera. And then the recording workflow, um, you know, you want to have a workflow for that. So you're not worried about, hey, did, did I do this? Did I do that, et cetera. And then the video audio players that the, um, the episodes are going to um, be, uh, you know, streamed on or where they live when you put them on, onto the hosting platforms, okay, or, or onto your website or whatever, okay. So we'll start off with the production. So you want to have the recording uh, capabilities. I like to use a StreamYard. Okay. So uh, what's popular right now for podcasts is Squadcast and um, uh, Riverside. Okay. So uh, I prefer StreamYard over those because I just understand how to use it better. I was using it before I started podcasting just, just for webinars and all these different things. So I really understand how to use it. And it has a lot of capabilities built into it. It automatically strips video and, and there the audio from the video. So you have the video audio together and then it strips the audio. So you could just up, upload it to your um, audio uh podcast hosting platform with, with ease or and you could um, edit it whatever with ease as well all right so the reason you would need this this software and this and it's a streaming software that you know that lives online and that's also why you would have to have for your camera the streaming capabilities you know and my zv1 has that built in and obviously you know the, the, if you have if you're using the um camera on your laptop then it's just you know, you know that has that capability built into it as well that's why i like to use it also all right but um if you have a guest or you're sharing your screen or sharing pdfs or anything like that then you're, you're, you're going to be using some some software and it's going to be you know an online software like Streamyard or squadcast or riverside 
you know, any, any of those are fine because they they do the video and audio. Um, I don't know if Squadcast does. I believe it does. But I know that Riverside does and then StreamYard does as well. And, and you could do some really neat stuff, you know, and make it look, you know, really awesome as opposed to just trying to piece stuff together, um, you know, from, from recordings remotely and all this kind of stuff. It just makes your life easier to use these uh, video streaming platforms to record with, okay? Uh, so after the production part, then you get into the post-production and, you know, the software that you're going to use basically to edit the video and audio. So um, if you're experienced, you know, then you could use things like Premiere Pro, Final Cut Pro, DaVinci. You know, these are uh, software that more experienced editors will use. Like our editor um, uses Premiere Pro. And uh, but if I do my own editing, then I use something else. OK, so I there uh, there's uh, simpler ones that people use, you know, that, that do their own editing. And uh, one that's really popular these days is the, the script. It's uh, pretty easy to use and people love it. There's many, many people that use it in the um, podcast world and in the YouTube channel world. CapCut is super popular these days. It's like ultra, ultra popular. Um, and one of the reasons being is it's that it's free. Okay. Most of them are fairly inexpensive, but CapCut is free and it has all the capabilities built into it. So it, it, it's pretty awesome. What I personally use, it's called Veed with a V, V-E-E-D. Um, and it uh, just, it, it works for me. It's intuitive for me and it's the easiest for me to use, but any of them are fine, you know, these, these days. So um, after you talk about the editing, then you, and, and, you know, the post-production, then you go in to the hosting platform, like where your podcast is actually gonna live, you know, the, the, the final product. So there's things like for the um, for the audio of the podcast, uh, it, Buzzsprout is popular, super popular. I've used that in the past. Podbean is also super popular. You just have to look at the capabilities of each and, and decide which one has most of the capabilities that, that you're gonna use. And then what I use right now is uh, one called Captivate because it has it's more for um, marketers and things like that. It has the marketing capabilities, SEO capabilities. It's a little bit um, more technical, but I've been in the digital marketing space for since 2014, actually since 2006 for my own business, but for 2014 helping people, you know, with their marketing for their businesses. And so, so I'm really good at the digital marketing, the SEO side, and they understand the value of the components that Captivate offers. Others might not understand, they might not utilize it, and they'd be better suited for Buzzsprout and Podbean, okay? Or one of the many others. Uh, those are just the two that I know of and that um, I know that work really, really well, okay? So after the production, post-production and hosting, then you get into workflows and making sure that you have a successful podcast episode and and, and recording, okay? So one of, one of them is if you're doing a, a guest podcast, you know, um, you don't have to have guests. It could just be you giving out information or you and a co-host, et cetera. Um, but um, oftentimes the, a, a podcast will be an in interview-based or a mix of the two where you do interviews sometimes and then you do your own stuff on other times, okay? 
So if you are reaching out to guests, then you have a workflow for that to make sure that everything that needs to be done or that should be done um, is done. Okay. So the reach first, there's the reach out, you know, and the initial reach out that you have. And then uh, they oftentimes don't um, answer back when you ask them if, you, if they would like to be on your podcast. Then there's a follow-up uh, uh, process. And then once they do say yes, then what do you send to them? What information do you send to them to help them prepare for the interview? And then what do you ask for? Do you ask for headshots, logo, and you know other things that may be beneficial for you to have, you know, and and to make them look the best on your episode, okay? And then um, after the actual episodes are done, there might, there might be things like a thank you email, and then um, asking for a guest referral, like, hey, you did awesome, you know, do you know anybody else that may be a good fit for, you know, uh, as a guest on my podcast, etc. And it helps you to get more people because the people often will give you one or two names, and then. Um, the process that you use to ask, to ask them to actually share the episode because that doesn't happen automatically. People think that, oh yeah, they're, they're on the, um, you, you know, you send them the, the link and they watch it and they're, hey, thank you so much, but they don't end up sharing it because that takes a little bit of extra work. So having a process to actually get them to share the episode is crucial because it'll increase the, um, the views and it'll increase the um, subscriber rate that you have for the, you know, on YouTube or on any of the other platforms, you know, such as Apple or, or you know, Spotify, etc. Okay, and um, once so that finishes up the guest workflow, and then when you go into the recording workflow. So, um, in order to have a good experience with that, you want to make sure that you have like a checklist for the recording day. Okay, and even leading up to the recording day, but especially for the recording day, so you're not wondering if you did, you know, certain things like click the record button button or something like that. So you have a checklist, and we'll have things, you know, like do you have all the hardware and everything else set up? Is your phone off? You know, um, you know, remember, remember to smile, remember to press record, all of these different things. You know, test the microphone. You know, there's a number of different uh, steps that need to be taken you know before you actually record the podcast on the recording day and then you know there's the environment that you record in you know so is is it a quiet space you know an, an, an uninterrupted space etc and then um the hardware and software that you're going to use you know it, it, is that all you know broken or utilized properly etc and then does the guest have a link is the guest confirmed um, have you sent reminders and, uh, and, and as we said, you know, press record, smile and all that good stuff. All right. So, um, after all of that's done, you know, with the workflows and et cetera, then you talk about the video and audio players. Okay. So that has to do with, you know, how the finished product is going to live on online. Okay. So typically, you know, you're going to have your uh, your video podcast on YouTube and you know it could be on your website, etc. You know whether it's a dedicated website just for the podcast or a page on your existing uh, website or even just on your blog. You know how are you going to get the recordings on there, the video and the audio? So you need to have video and audio players and and uh, typically like 
you know, um, Buzzsprout and Captivate, you know, they have uh, audio players that are uh, that they provide, you know, and you can customize, you know, to, to look the way you want. And uh, th those are generally fine. You can get others, but that, that's where I would use, the, you know, to get the audio because it's just very, very simple. And then um, as far as the the video, you know, you get you could do YouTube, Vimeo, uh, Wistia. That, that's a more private version, uh, you know, as opposed to YouTube and, and Vimeo. But I, I personally like to use YouTube because when people watch it, then it'll incre increase your views on your channel. And as, that's a positive thing. OK. And um, so, so, you know, those are just decisions that need to be made right now. You don't have to actually be worrying about doing these things. Uh, this stage two is more of a um, just honing down exactly the, you know, those decisions of what you're going to use and how you're going to use them. And then along the way you start, you know, populating that stuff in the, into your uh, work, into your workflows, you know, actually purchasing the hardware, you know, getting the software set up, et cetera. But, uh, but at first you just need to make the decisions on what's going to be utilized to have the most successful podcasts that you can that actually has a positive effect for your business okay because remember we're not just trying to be fancy and have a podcast and say look at me i have a podcast and i have a youtube channel you actually wanted to have a, a result a beneficial result for your business your bottom line and your bank account in conclusion having the proper hardware and software setup for recording editing and hosting is crucial for creating a successful and enjoyable podcast show Remember to subscribe to Podcast Marketing Secrets on YouTube, Apple, or your favorite podcast listening platform to stay updated with the latest insights and strategies. You can also find us on YouTube and IG at The Podcast Marketer. This is Al Marenton with Podcast Marketing Secrets and Video Podcast Pros signing off. See you on the next episode.